Hi there, Celeste here, and welcome to I Support That, a podcast for anyone who is tired of running the race that is life, who just needs a time out to regroup, rethink, and figure out what the heck they're going to do next. Okay, guys, we're going to jump right into it. This is week, I don't know, 5,000 with having to do the podcast without my mic, and that's okay. Uh, It's going to take my service provider a little bit longer because I am insisting that they actually physically send someone out to check tower coverage because there isn't any. So I am being a total Karen about it and I'm okay if the shoe fits, wear it, and I am strutting down the runway. So these episodes are going to be more like a mini series until we can get something sorted but I um, will probably look into maybe library time. I'm, I'm new to this area, but I know uh, where I used to live, libraries had private rooms that you could reserve. So I'm going to look into getting a library card up this way and seeing if there is any sort of library space that I can rent weekly, even if it's maybe a weeknight, uh, maybe late before the library closes and I can do my editing and kind of give you guys better quality content. So thank you all for hanging in there with me. I appreciate it. It has not been fun, but through all of this, I am determined to have something come out every week and I am determined to stick to some sort of plan. So Onward and upward, good citizens. (laughs) All right, um, I'm going to do like a little bit of a rant real quick because I just got done spending most of the morning, well, a few hours with one of my brothers and we went to an eatery and they got the order wrong. And this happens more often than I would like to admit. It does make it better when the actual, like, um, workers aren't rude about it and they don't have an attitude, which the young man who kind of rang, he rang everything up right the first time something happened with the computer, he had to go to another register and he was doing it off of memory and then rang it up wrong. So he had it right initially. It's just when he had to go off memory, it wasn't, it wasn't accurate anymore So he was, you know, apologetic. He didn't have an attitude. He wasn't sucking his teeth. When I pointed out the error, he fixed it right away. And, you know, there was something else like they forgot to give us his drink. So I had to drive back after we left. We didn't realize we, we, we realized we didn't have the drink. So I had to drive back around and the manager was cool about giving us a drink. Uh, but it got me thinking like how often, do you guys have like a like special order or do you have something that like you do the off the menu stuff and you know like a place like Starbucks I'm sure you know the baristas are used to like the crazy like half a pump triple foam obviously you can tell that I don't go to Starbucks because I don't even know the terminology when I go there I'm so overwhelmed with what they have to offer. I'm, I just want like a white mocha frappuccino or like the cookie frappuccino with almond milk. I'm so basic, but they have so many options there that people can really go 
bananas. But do you have like an order? And I'm going to open this up in the comment section. Do you have something that like 10 out of 10 times or 9 out of 10 times, if you're special ordering at a fast food place, they're going to get it wrong? I don't like cheese. So if I'm ordering a hamburger or if the restaurant has a lot of the times they'll run specials on cheeseburgers, well, I'll get a cheeseburger without cheese. Especially because sometimes, and I know it doesn't make sense, but sometimes the cheeseburger special will be cheaper than the hamburger, which doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. So a lot of the time I'll just get, hey, can I have a cheeseburger? No cheese. Oh, so you want a hamburger? Yes, essentially I want a hamburger, but, uh, but I'll give you like an, a, an example. McDonald's, uh, when I used to eat at McDonald's, I, I try not to eat there anymore. But when I did used to eat at McDonald's, they ran a cheeseburger special. And I want to say it was like two, two cheeseburger special. And the cheeseburgers were cheaper than the hamburgers. So I would refuse to order a hamburger and pay more money. I would just say, I want a cheeseburger, no cheese. And if they would ring me up for a hamburger, I would say, yeah, but the hamburger is more expensive. So I would like to save 20 cents. And yes, guys, 20 cents. I'd like to save 20 cents or whatever it was and do a cheeseburger, no cheese. Because that's ridiculous that the company would have such an oversight that they're going to make the cheeseburgers cheaper than the hamburgers. It doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's ridiculous. But that's what they were doing. Um, or maybe it was the double cheeseburgers that they did that was cheaper than the hamburgers with a special. It was something outrageous, but it had cheese on it that was cheaper. Uh, so that's like one of my pet peeves is when you want something without cheese and it's more expensive or the same price or people just give it to you with cheese. And that happens so often. And anywhere I go, if I order a burger, it doesn't have cheese on it. And I cannot tell you how often, this is why I've gotten into the habit of checking it because it always has cheese. And then when you say, hey, this has cheese on it, you got to check it again because a lot of the times they try to scrape that crap off and give it right back to you. Uh, no, the cheese is melted to the bun. I did not ask you to scrape the cheese off and give it back to me. No, ma'am. No, sir. Try again. No. Or then you get the attitude people that, and then this is the poor customer service piece that just, well, the cheeseburger is more expensive. So you got, you got something you didn't pay for. Well, am I supposed to feel like you, you like did me a solid? Like, am I supposed to feel like I got away with something? There's a reason that I asked for a hamburger. It's not because I couldn't afford the cheeseburger. It's not because I really was, I had a hankering for a cheeseburger, but the hamburger was cheaper. It's because I didn't want freaking cheese. So, um, yeah, <laughs> guys, I know it's not that serious, but sometimes when you're hangry or when you're craving something, it is that serious. You know, just please don't put cheese on my hamburger. There's a reason that I've asked for a hamburger. So that was, uh, that was the story today. And this is, like I said, uh, this particular uh, restaurant, we've, I've, I've heard great things about the food here. I've gone three times and three times my order has been messed up. So I think that this is probably my last go round giving, giving this establishment a try. 
just because it's it's not worth the headache to me. But the food is really good. So I will say that uh, no complaints with the actual taste of the food, not the temperature of the food. Um, the fries are really good, despite the fact that they don't have any, they're like crinkle cut fries, but they're not seasoned. So uh, usually I like a little bit of kick to my fries, but despite them not being like my my normal style of fries, they're really good. No complaints about anything else. They're a little bit on the pricier side. So for the price, I do expect you know, not only the food to be good, but I do expect the service to kind of be on par with like something like Chick-fil-A, if not better, because they're more expensive than Chick-fil-A. And while the people are polite, the service is, is not, the accuracy is not anywhere near Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A is like a fast food. Well, this is fast food, I would say too. This is fast food. So yeah, I'm going to give up on this place. (laughs) So I'm going to put in the comment, guys. I'd love to hear comments. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about what is your order that if they're going to get it wrong, they usually get wrong. Your go-to order that you love that people just get wrong when you go, when you go out. Like I said, mine is my uh, just a simple hamburger, you know, or cheeseburger. No, no cheese. Uh, people don't don't get that right for whatever reason. Simple hamburger. All right. So, um, not having just a crazy topic today, just more of a shooting the breeze, you know, talking with my people, you all seeing, seeing what's been up and letting you know what's been up with me. Just lots of getting ready for work. And it's really exciting when you're like gearing up for a huge presentation, which is something that I'm doing now. And I feel like super pumped about it because this is my first big presentation where I am, like, I have the reins, and I, it's just me, so that is nerve-wracking and, like, exhilarating all at once, so I have been working really hard on that. I even got one of my friends to let me, like, present to her, let her time me, give, you know, give me feedback, let her know who my talk target audiences. And that was really fun. I still have lots of jitters to work out. I'm that person that I'm comfortable speaking in front of people, but I need to know my material. I need to go through my material and I like have to kind of fumble through it, but it doesn't work if I fumble through it like in my head or even out loud. Like I, I need an audience And I don't know how to simulate that, like, adrenaline, I guess, for lack of a better word. It's kind of like a a reaction that you get from having to be on. And I can't make my body feel those feelings unless I have some some sort of an audience. And it works even if the audience is somebody that I'm familiar with or comfortable with, and even if it's a stranger. So... It's a similar feeling no matter who the person is. So I, I need to do it more. And I'm really excited that I'm going to get the opportunity to just kind of go for it. So I'm nervous that I'm going to stumble my way through that. I have a couple of ideas that I want to incorporate that are more hands-on. And it's a little ambitious for my first presentation because we're going to do it on on a train. 
<laughs> so on, uh, we're going to do the presentation. It's for a STEM camp. And for anybody not familiar with STEM, it's just science, uh, tech, or STSS, science, technology, engineering, and then math, right? S-T-E-M. Yeah, there we go. And so it is a camp that is geared towards those career fields and those subjects. So a lot of the activities and a lot of the field trips that the uh, children go on are going to be based in those subjects and going to have hands-on experience and um, things that those the kids can do to help them gain experience in those subjects so that way uh, it, it'll hopefully teach them or, or give them exposure so that way maybe they'll go into those career fields in college or maybe they'll pick a STEM you know, STEM extracurriculars or, you know, STEM classes in high school. So it's really to kind of push them into the importance of, you know, uh, math and engineering and, and science and technology as a whole, especially for women and communities of color. So that's what the camp is. It's a summer camp and we're going to be hosting the summer camp and the camp is going to be on a train. So I'm going to be giving the presentation on a train. And yeah, this is going to be very interesting. It's trying to have to set this up with like a projector and make it as interactive as possible. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, but there's also a lot of things that can go not according to plan because I'm not, that's, that's out of my element, but I think that it'll be memorable for the children. I think that they'll have a lot of fun. I think that they'll love it. And I think that getting that hands-on experience with being, you know, on the train and getting to see the different parts of the train, I think that that will be very memorable for them. And I think that they'll remember the year at, at summer camp, you know, two, three years ago, four years ago, where they got to tour train and got to learn about, you know, uh, they got to learn about trains and, and all of that good stuff. So hopefully it'll be a, a success and I'll, I'll knock it out of the park in a great way <laughs> and not knock it out of the park and like take out five, five windshields. <laughs> but that's what we're, we're not hoping for anything like that. So We'll see how it goes, but I am really excited about the presentation and, you know, I have all of the, the nervous, the, you know, the nerves in the stomach and just ready to kind of get it over with and get over that big hump and have some festivals coming up and then I have got to stop booking myself for weekends. Do you guys ever feel like you are making your own work schedule, but you're doing too much? I feel like that is the double-edged sword that I didn't really understand for people that make their own schedules. So usually, you know, you come in, you leave. You schedule, you know, you make your own meetings, you schedule your own day, and you usually do it within the confines of your 8 to 5, 9 to 5, or whatever hours you work. But because I have more freedom, and I feel like, there is more writing on 
my shoulders in the position that I'm in. I really want to do a good job. And I want to make myself available at whatever times I need to make myself available, which is both, I think, an asset and a liability. Because now I'm scheduling myself crazy weekends and overnight trips and, you know, doing what has to be done, which I need to maybe reassess. So I think, you know, if you guys have been in that situation where you are working really hard, but it may not necessarily be really smart. So I think now that I have the kind of seasoned, not even seasoned, but I have a little bit of experience on me and for all of you as well, like you do something, you, you jump in, you do it the way that you just need to start doing it some way. So you roll up your sleeves, you get it done the best way you can. And now that you've been doing it one way, you can stop, reevaluate and see if it continuously needs to be done this way or if maybe there's a better way to do it. And I feel like that's where I'm at now. Now that I've been in the role for almost a year, now I can make some adjustments. Is this the most effective use of time? Is this the most efficient way to use the resources that I have and the resources as in me, my time, my energy? Is this the most effective way to do that? Or am I losing, am I losing steam somewhere? Because if I'm working, you know, 80 hours some of these weeks on festivals or if I'm having to dump off time during the week and, you know, my, my work schedule is bonkers for six or seven months out of the year or just in the summer months from April to September, it's insane and then it calms down, how is that looking on my body? Am I able to recover? Am I making myself sick? What are those implications? So I think just it's a good lesson to check in with yourself, no matter how old you are, you know, even with schoolwork, if you guys are, you know, for my younger people listening, if you're taking on all of these extracurriculars and all of this studying, it's important to check in with yourself and make sure that you have some sort of downtime or, you know, you are pacing yourself for, hey, I'm going to do what I have to do and it's just going to be for a little bit of time. Like for instance, one of my really good friends, her daughter is in a early college program. So for the first two years, they do all of their, I believe they do all of their high school work within two years. And then the next two years, they're getting their associate degrees. So they graduate high school with a diploma and their associates, which is an awesome tool. But even talking to her, like her daughter is having, like her daughter, like is always doing school with schoolwork, never has any time. But it it's very important that like, you know, they make their, they made their daughter like pace herself, you know, they made her daughter, their daughter take some breaks sometimes and, you know, get out of her room sometimes and, you know, smell, get some fresh air and have some breaks, even if it's just like them going to breakfast or them having dinner as a family. And those little things are very important. And it's also important that it, you know, it's, hey, we're going to work really hard for X amount of years or for X amount of months. We're going to take a little bit of of a break here. Then we're going to work really hard. So 
you're pacing yourself. You, you have your eye on the prize. You know what you're working towards. You, you keep that in mind. So you can apply it to anything where you're just making sure that you're not wasting your resource, which is your life, which is you, your health, your mental capacity, because those are all things that we don't tend to think of as a resource, but it's really the most valuable resource that we have. So I am in the process of reevaluating how I've been using that resource so far within my, my work and seeing if there is a better way with this upcoming year that I can apply it. After I fulfill all of my commitments, because there are a few things that I have already committed myself to do. So I'm definitely going to apply the work smarter, not harder. (laughs) I'm going to apply that and see where that takes me and very excited about growing with that. And it's never too late to adjust. It's never too late to realize, oh, goodness, girl, that was not it. I was working like a dummy (laughs) and I could have been sitting back and letting something else work for me. And I could have been, you know, reaching more places and spaces had I done X, Y, Z, but I was two boots on the ground and it was, it was not a good look and that's okay. Sometimes you just have to readjust the game plan and that's where I'm at now. So love it. Don't always like it, but I always love it because it's growth and it's painful, but it's positive and it's going to make me a better person and it's making me a better person and anything that makes you better is worth it. So don't forget that, guys. All right, that's all I have for today. Thanks for chatting with me. I'm Celeste and this is I Support That. Bye.